This is our cough. 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 Again. When Lawrence signed up to be a city host, he was a teacher. Little did he know how much of a difference volunteering would make to how he connected with where he lives, to inspiring his inner artist, and changing what he does for a living. This is Lawrence's City of Culture story. So today is a, it's kind of a Overcast Thursday, but little, <laughs> lovely little bits of blue sky popping through the clouds. And I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to go for a walk around Earlsdon. And my hands are cold, but that's okay. During lockdown, I discovered that Earlsdon is more than just the high street. Um, it's just full of beautiful, beautiful properties and streets and characters. So we're going to start the walk at the top of Earlson High Street, where I used to live in this random, lovely kind of flat at the back of Brian Holtz, if you remember Brian Holtz, right opposite the post office. And Earlson's really changed. So on the left-hand side as I walk down, we've got the row of cafes and barbers just walking past the off-license towards one stop. There's still life here. There's a pizza place opening up. There's a steak and bun outlet open up the fish and chip shop is still here but the high street it's alive and it's been alive for many years and hopefully for many years to come so we've come away from the high street to to parts of Earlson that I don't think people see unless they live here so I'm looking up at a three-story block of weavers cottages which are just beautiful opposite smaller terraced houses walking down past the Criterion Theatre which again I didn't realize was here when I first moved here 10 years ago. But this is where the life is of Earlsdon and it's peaceful and, it, and it's quiet. And you get to the Earlsdon Avenue South and then suddenly the noise appears again, which is fine. But you cross over it and once again, entering what I would say secret streets of people's lives. And there's a, a corner we can turn up and suddenly there's no houses. There's just a lovely alleyway, gated alleyway. And I'm looking down, I can just see grass. And these are the hidden gems that I live with. I'm a city host, which um, has been a really interesting experience, actually. So I started uh, right at the beginning, way back in May, I think almost as an escape from being a teacher. So I used to be a teacher in, a sec in, in various secondary schools. Um, and I think with reflection, looking back, I think for me, certainly, I was just becoming institutionalised. Um, the whole rhythm of teaching is really weird having stepped out of it. So I now, now no longer experience, oh my God, Sunday night, I've got to go to work. I don't experience the creeping doom of the end of the Easter holidays or the Christmas holidays. So it's been a really liberating experience. And I think being a city host has really helped me make that transition. So actually breaking out and doing things 
in the evening and doing things at the weekend for free, because that's obviously part of what we do, and realising that the world doesn't collapse. And I've actually had a better Saturday or a better Sunday than I might have done being, <laughs> being a teacher, you know, going through marking. So that's part of my transition. Um, so I left teaching, which was really good, really liberating, um, and spent the whole of the summer really hosting. Um, and that's been, when I think about it, it's actually been a privilege being a city host because I've got to see more of the city than I would have done normally. I've engaged with more communities, so the circus at Tile Hill, the Eastern Arts Festival at Riley Square, places I never would think, OK, I'll Saturday I'll go to Tile Hill. Well, would never normally do that and I've met people I'd never would have met before um, you know the Dean of Coventry Cathedral vaguely recognises me and we, we've had a few chats and debates about the use of the cathedral and he's so positive about opening his his church as it were to Coventry Cathedral there's no issues with there being a concert there or an ice rink because his philosophy is and I think this could be a philosophy of Coventry about bringing people in and, and bringing people together and that certainly worked um, so yeah, this is one of the walking down one of my back streets of Earls, and there's some lovely, lovely weavers' houses. And these these are roads that I discovered during the first lockdown, because I made a commitment to myself to kind of get fit. So for the last two years, I've just been walking and discovering parts of where I live, Earlsdon, which I'd never realised before. And I have favourite alleyways and favourite gateways that I'm looking at. Little secrets and also possibilities and so that in a way could sum up some of what I've experienced this idea that life is now full of possibilities and if you take the risks I've taken several professional risks and personal risks you can change things for the better and it's really about I think I've just stripped my life back down to the basics So we're just kind of crossing over and this is like approaching the main thoroughfare in Earlsdon. So something tying back to the city of culture. And I think Coventry is on the right track, so it's, it's the people are reclaiming the city. Over many years of engaging with Coventry and having friends from outside of Coventry, there has been a real negative perception based on historical violence, based on pictures based on maybe their experience of arriving here on a really cold day. And, and Coventry is so much more than that. Its creative heart is within the ring road, but outside of the ring road, if you take your time to go out and explore, the areas of Coventry are vibrant, they're caring. There's a real sense of city pride. And I think there always has been, but we've been embarrassed to talk about it so city of culture i think has given people the confidence to celebrate actually who they are and where they live walking to city host shifts over christmas was just a joy because it's uh, when i was a kid i would never go to Coventry. i was really really scared um that's in the 70s late 70s early 80s I used to go up to highfield road to watch sky blues play and, and witness fights um, and racism and really quite gritty stuff now that sense of grit I think Coventry's lost it but not in a negative way in a positive way so it's still a bit edgy which is good 
there's still a kind of good creative vibe but the city now feels a safe place to be and very very welcoming i've changed my attitude i mean i've always loved coventry but now i've taken a step back and really really appreciate this city Slightly out of breath, we're walking up a hill. We're going to enter my lockdown discovery, which is Spencer Park. So, lots of people know Spencer Park because it's the walkway to go from Earlston to Central Six, which is a big shopping centre, and the station. But opposite is this beautiful hedged park. So the birds are cheeping. Just seen a robin, which is lovely. So, wherever you are listening to this, if you're out and about, running or walking, just stop still and just turn 180 degrees. And then the world can see, seem very, very different. Because too often we're just way, way, way busy. And we don't take enough time just to kind of be and, and appreciate things. guys or the women doing the bowls we've got an exercise track for kids we've got the tennis courts and just a whole series of benches each one telling a story so I've sat on my bench in Spencer Park uh, where I first sat at the height of the first lockdown really not knowing what was going to happen, um, teaching online at home, hoping the city of culture would happen, and thank goodness it did. And I think what it's really done for me, becoming a city host, is, is given me, it's given me two, two or three things. Give me the confidence to believe in myself, that I can make decisions, I can break out and decide for myself where I want my life to go. It's also, and I don't, this doesn't sound, I hope it doesn't sound too dramatic, it's given me a sense of peace and pride. Pride in myself that I'm, I get out there and I'm wearing the uniform, wearing the uniform now, and feeling connected, more connected with Coventry than I ever have done before. It's also given me the confidence to actually move away from a career, and due to city hosting, I've managed to get a secure job with a local police force total career change but that would not have happened had it not been for being a city host and although as a teacher I had to be confident I've never really been confident in, in approaching strangers. The role of the city host in one level sounds quite simple that you're there to represent the city of culture at various events but in reality each event you go to is is totally unique so you might be welcoming people who've come down from Bradford or Manchester to the Turner exhibition and that let that engagement is different from maybe supporting an event in Tile Hill where you're encouraging kids to get in, involved with the community circus or, or to look at photos of where they live and to appreciate different ways of being. I've met a postman, I've met an ex-lawyer, I've met some ladies involved in the Belgrade Theatre. 
I've met uh, people who have come to live in Coventry, so students who have come from abroad, making Coventry their home, but then wanting to take that step further to actually get involved in the city more so than just the role of being a student. And also there's the loving couple, they won't mind me mentioning it, Ian and Jane, who, who fell in love and met because they were city hosts. I've started my artwork again. Both me and my sister are entering, we're exhibiting in the Warwickshire Open Studios in June. Don't really know what I'm going to paint at the moment. Um, so for the last 20 years I've painted, I'm, and my painting and creative journey has been really, really, it's been upsetting at times, been very emotional, but it's always been there and I've always painted until the last two years. Well, I just, it just didn't feel right and I didn't have that creative spark. So I've gone through phases doing very abstract, emotional painting and then more kind of, not commercial, but then focusing on painting fish for some reason. And then I've exhibited in Earlston, I've had paintings in the Rugby Open, the Leamington Open, the Coventry Open. So my art CV you could probably look back on as being relatively successful. Um, I mean, I've actually sold more pictures of Van Gogh, which is kind of good because he sold none. So if you sell one picture, you're okay. But I, then I went through a, a kind of creative dead space. And I don't know if that's to do with my job or to where, where I was personally. So being a city host and getting involved in Coventry City of Culture, it kind of felt a bit ironic that if you're an artist, why aren't you being creative as well? So witnessing the Turner, brilliant graffiti festival that's outside the Herbert over the summer, that has re-sparked, I think, the desire and also the need in me to paint. You will, you will speak to artists and they have a need to paint and to create, but when the time is right. And a year ago, the time wasn't right for, for lots and lots of reasons. But now the time is right. And I know for a fact that being a city host and being part of Coventry City of Culture has been not the major one, but one of the major drivers in asking for all my Christmas presents to be canvases and paints and brushes. And for me to actually pick up the paintbrush and, and, and yeah, I'm going to, I am starting painting again. And it's, it's, it's good, it's difficult, but it's a good place to be. So if Lawrence of two years ago was to walk down past me on this bench, I'd have a chat. And I'd say, it doesn't need to be like this. You, you can make choices, you can make changes. It, it does feel a bit scary at times, but once you've got over that scare and you've made that commitment to, okay, I'm gonna try this, I'm gonna try something different. I'm gonna engage with my city, I'm gonna engage with being a city host. I'm gonna pick up the paintbrush again. I'm gonna say goodbye to a well-paid career because I want to be happier. I want to be more relaxed. That's what I tell him to do. He'd probably look at me in total disbelief and say, well, we're locked down, life's rubbish, I don't know what's going to go on. But we don't know what the future holds, but we can, I think I've learned, you can, you can't change it all, but you can make those little steps that 
change your pathway. So think why I enjoy walking around Earlsdon is I don't do straight line walking, I walk and I turn corners and I walk and I turn corners and I walk and I find little alleyways. And I think that's what's happened for me over the last two years. So rather than just walk in the straight line, this is where life's going. I find, I've found cheeky little corners. I found some creative corners, which I've dared to kind of turn around and walk the other way. So perhaps that's why I enjoy walking so much. It symbolizes the, the journey I've chosen to take, which has been different and was totally unpredicted by me two years ago.